Welcome to Down to the Nub Live, the weekly show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, interviews, giveaways, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Cigar Mechanic Brandon Wells. Let's get it started. Welcome to Sunday afternoon, evening. Brandon's laughing probably because I was feverishly lighting my cigar right before it came on live. And no, we are here two for seconds, two seconds before that intro ends. I slide into my seat like a freaking power slide. I'm like, Skirt! I'm here because right outside this door here is my toolbox, my air compressor, everything for my whole shop. And right when you started that, the compressor kicks on and just like that thing just, you know, it's stage it's like having a freaking volkswagen with a straight pipe running right outside the door and i just remembered mine from using my air uh my air nailer uh i haven't turned mine off so mine may kick on during this we'll see if you hear it but welcome to down to the nub live this is episode 11 no yes. nine nine episode nine we're nine. at episode nine now it says at the top i should have known that this is episode nine so we are just about at double digits in the live shows and we are double digits in our podcast and we're growing and having so much fun kevin corbley is what's going on thank you brandon you're always way better at remembering that at the beginning because i just start <laughs> rambling and i forget that everybody's leaving comments <laughs> we can't forget about matt Hashimoto. uh everybody's jumping on here kevin's on here what's up boys from joseph uh kevin's talking and joseph they're going back and forth brother matt i love the relationships we see between these guys mm -hmm. uh, ron real is fire well we'll see when we'll i posted see. yesterday that he was coming on matt commented and he goes he goes that's my bro <laughs> <laughs> he goes he goes ron real's my boy that's what it was oh man you guys are jumping in these comments man tens and tens of listeners are on here right now we appreciate all 10 of you being here. Uh, we got tens of listeners. Literally, if you look at the corner, it says 10 right now. Uh, that's perfect. What's up, guys? Uh, Sir Anthony. Hello. Everybody's jumping on here, guys. We appreciate you all being here. This is awesome. Uh, what's Joseph smoking there? Southern Draw Cedrus and some Balmoral 12. Balmoral 12. On the grill. Love it. There you but go. How are you doing, brother? How are things going for you? How's life? What's How's it hanging? Talk to me. Life's good. Life's busy. Um, I've got actually a vlog that's posting tomorrow, and it'll go into more detail of vacation and what that was like, which is fun. Ooh. Yeah, first vlog, so feel free to laugh at it. Uh, but uh, vacation was nice. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. Got to relax with the family uh, in a beach town and just hang out and drive around in my father-in-law's bug and all sorts of fun stuff. I mean, obviously, everybody that watched last week saw that I was up there in uh, a little slice of paradise in Southern California. But it was good. And then I came home. We were all home for one day. And then they actually went back up there because we are putting our house on the market this week. And so I have been feverishly working on switching out light switches and plugs and face plates and making everything match because we've been here for seven years and always said we were going to do it. And I'm doing it just in time to move out. So it's been crazy with patching the holes and painting because we've got listing photos this week. Um, and, you know, all the fun stuff. But, you know, I, I'm going back to work tomorrow. And as weird as it sounds, I'm looking forward to it because I, I'm a creature of habit and structure and schedule. And and so I'll be back at work tomorrow and keep on grinding through. What about you? Well, man, been a great week. Um, just really, really productive week. Very, very happy. So, you know, can't complain. Um, I was rushing here today, man, to try and get this done because or to, to get here. 
I was chasing parts for my car because I decided we're finally going to pull the car all apart and get it back together while we still are kind of in a lighter time. Um, so I've got the car up on the lift right now. As soon as we're done here, I'm back out to turning a wrench and pulling <laughs> axles out of it. And I'm doing all I'm doing all the axles and the sway bar bushings and uh, oil change and oil pan gasket. And you know, I'm pulling the whole damn thing all apart, man, and putting her back together. Nice. Again. So that's awesome. Uh, she should drive nice and straight when we're all done. And but, let's hope uh, you don't have any leftover nuts or bolts. Well, actually, you know what? I'll tell you this. When in the rule, kind of a rule of mechanic is that if you have leftover nuts and bolts, you've actually done the job right. If it, it's when you're, you didn't need when them anyways. Concerned? Yeah, I, I'm more concerned when I when I go, oh shit, where'd that bolt go? Because then I don't <laughs> know where that where I put the bolt that it doesn't belong. So having leftovers is okay. Like if every mechanic has one or two leftover bolts as a car kind of gets older and older, then you know eventually there's just no more bolts left on the car, and you're forced to replace it. But, uh, you know, the other way around, man, is like, is that bolt down in the engine somewhere? What, what happened to it? So, uh, yeah. So anyways, we've had a good week, man. Kids are doing well. Dude, I had a great time with my daughter last night. I'll admit good. it. We played Pokemon Go. Good uh, for you. Yeah. And I know that was your idea probably, huh? It absolutely was. There was a five-star <laughs> raid going on and we had to get that. And it was a Pokemon. You've got to collect them all, man. Come on. That's how it goes. Uh, but Joseph asked a great question. He says, what are you boys smoking? So what are you smoking over there? So I have something that was in my humidor. I was given a humidor around Christmas time by my wife's uncle who used to be into cigars and just for own personal reasons decided not to continue smoking. And I have a 2004 Carlos Torano Tribute Maduro Robusto. And let Ooh. me tell you, it is delicioso. So wow. yeah, I have two of these in my humidor. So I'm having one now and then the other one will be saved for a... Nice special occasion coming in the future. <laughs> I love it, dude. That sounds tasty. Oh, Anthony's called me Brian again. Oh, nice. Perfect. Well done, Anthony. <laughs> what are you smoking? Uh, those are spare parts. Of the, oh, Michael Wells is on here, too. Uh, hey. I am going to be smoking, or actually, I'm smoking the uh, Ipicario La Historia. Not La Historia. God dang. We were talking before this, and you got me saying, Ron Real got me saying La Historia. Now, that's his fault. And I'm going to blame it on him. And Perfect. his microphone is muted right now. He's not even on here, so he can't. So we can't even argue it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Encore. I'm smoking the Encore. Last year's number one cigar of the year. Um, you guys kind of slid in here real quick and jumped into my travel humidor, and this beauty was staring at me and said, smoke me. So we picked it up, and we smoked it. And you said, yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. I listen well. So we're going to be doing that and smoking this guy. But uh, I'm excited for today's live. I mean, we've got a bunch of people here. We're having a good time. Uh, I know this is a gentleman that you know very well, and mm -hmm. I'm getting to know, and so I'm super excited about it. Why don't you give him a beautiful introduction for us, like we always do? Wonderful. Well, uh, yeah, Brandon Shapen. Hey, Brian and Tim. Uh, so <laughs> we've got Ron McCoy, Ron Real TV. If you guys pay attention to cigar reviewers, content creators at all, and you don't know about Ron, then you're li literally living under a rock. He has started his channel uh, pretty recently, we'll say. And has done things that are dynamic and creative, like COVID hit and March Madness disappeared. Well, guess what? Ron had his own March Madness with cigars and went to the Sweet 16 and went Elite 8, went all the way down and did really cool creative stuff. But he doesn't just do it to be creative. 
he puts really good cigars against other really good cigars so that you can get an honest opinion from his perspective. But the content he puts out, the way that he approaches his channel and all those different things, he networks, he collaborates. Obviously, that's why you know he's here today as well with us is he enjoys connecting with other people. I've been fortunate enough to be on another live with him on another content creator's channel where Steve Saka was there and some other people. And so it was uh, It was cool to, to get to know him even better. But he's one of those guys that when you talk with, he's just a genuine down-to-earth guy. And I love that about him because he's a real person. He's not just some you know content creator snob. So I should we bring him in? You, you keep going, dude. We're not going to be able to fit his head on the screen here. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's, let's throw him in. So let's bring him in. What's going on, Ron? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Thank you for having me on today, too. Oh, absolutely. Our pleasure. Shout what's out going to everybody on? in the chat. <laughs> so, Ron, what you what you puffing on there, brother? I'm doing me a Placencia Alma Fuerte and Salamone. Mm. That's nice. a unique shape, too. It is. That uh, When I first saw the lineup, I'm a really big Figueroa fan, so I was kind of scourging through the B&M and saw that shape and picked it up, even though it was expensive, and then smoked it when I got home and realized it was a huge payoff for uh, taking the risk. There you go. Nice. I love it, man. Everybody's jumping on here. Chapin says, Ron's March Madness was great, um, I'm, which surprises me because I, I don't – you didn't have any menthols in your March Madness, did you? <laughs> Not no. a single one. <laughs> no menthols or black and miles neither. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hashimoto says, my man, Ronnie. What's I going think on? Like on I think there's a little love crush going on there, man. I'm, uh -oh. starting, I'm starting to see something here. Little, little nervous. Nervous. RR, what's doing? up? Kevin says, Quakes 30. What's up, family? Quakes. Everybody's jumping on. You're giving you all the love, man. You have a lot. You have a lot of followers, dude. You, yeah. I don't think so, man. Come on. You, you've no, got no, 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 no. Seriously. seriously. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to downplay the growth of the channel, but. You're kind of a big deal. No, but I mean, seriously, though. Look at. Uh, I don't even know if we should speak names and stuff like that. I don't want to get anybody any. No, go for it. It's all about the game, but, 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 but I mean, you know, well, yeah, fuck it, man. You know, we're all cool. So <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, you know, like you look at the cigar obsessions, the cigar vixen, Jeremy Sires, uh, Lee Mag, which me and him are close, but then should I smoke this? To me, like those are huge channels. So I feel like, you know, uh, the growth for me has been really fast, but I still feel like I'm a smaller channel, if that makes sense. So, and, but I don't, I don't hate that though. I like the small, the, the, I like when I go live or do premieres, I know everybody in the chat. Like I like it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's great to have that family, but I think Hashimoto, uh, I'm sorry. Hashimoto. <laughs> you got to keep doing it the whole live stream too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing Always. it for like four months now. <laughs> oh, I think man. he says it great though, that you don't give yourself enough credit. Yep. Well, I mean, because I, I look at it, man. We all we all enjoy smoking cigars. We like the we love the community. So it's like, I don't feel like I'm no damn celebrity, and I'm just like you guys. I like smoking cigars. I just decided one day to put what I do in front of the camera, and it just so happens that people kind of sort of give a damn about what I'm doing, which is cool. So you know. So for those people that don't know, explain to us exactly what it is you do. Uh, I guess the technical term would be a YouTube content creator. So uh, I would follow along the lines of a cigar reviewer. So the channel, Ron Real TV, the channel is based on cigar reviews and cigar pairings. So the pairings will be consistent of red wines, Yeho rums, bourbon, scotches, stuff like that, and then just uh, cigar reviews. But 
also, I don't want to be the reviewer that's just sitting in front of a camera like this right now, just talking about a cigar. I want to kind of give my own little spin and twist to it to make things interesting. So, so what exactly? I know you, you said you give it your own little spin and your own little twist, but what exactly about Rod and Real TV makes you different than all the other cigar reviewers? Uh, so you know, uh, Tim hit it on the head in the kind of the introduction, like cigar madness. I want, pe I think that, I think honestly, Brandon, that's what kind of really exposed my channel a lot in the past two or three months was that tournament. Um, but I just wanted people to come in and see, like, all right, this guy is—he's not just going to do a review. He's not only am I going to do head-to-head -head cigars, but like Tim said, I'll pair a Padron with an Opus X or whatever it is. I'm not going to, uh, and also at the same time too, I'm not going to be a bundle cigar reviewer. And I, like I said, I don't want to say that in any disrespect to people that do review those cigars, but the channels, the cigars that you'll see me reviewing on my channel are cigars that I actually smoke. I don't smoke bundle cigars, so I'm not going to have them on there. And mm -hmm. so I tell people all the time, if you want a quality reviewer that reviews lower uh, tiered cigars, there are plenty of them out there. They smoke a lot of other stuff, but they may focus on uh, bundle cigars, too. So and like I said, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect to that at all. I know sometimes they could sound like I'm a snob or anything, but I feel like I'm the, the furthest thing from that. I just don't smoke them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, you want to smoke stuff that you're smoking and you're enjoying and you're giving an honest review on and. You know, that's that's honestly is what it is. And it's it's refreshing to find reviewers and people that are willing to put themselves out there and they're not so concerned with your advertising dollars or what's coming in, you know, because we all see that. Right. I mean, we right. see it in some of the in some of the bigger publications that you could you could you can see they're a little nudged by the advertising dollars. And, uh, you know, for you to kind of just keep it real, Ron, real TV. Right. 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 And so that, that was another thing, too. So. You guys are you guys have been involved with the community longer than me, but you guys know last summer the tobacco channels took a huge hit with demonetization. So that's when I was telling people, I'm like, it's for me, it's obvious I didn't come in it for money. I started my channel after they took money away from tobacco channels. So it's like I just completely enjoy the tobacco. And I just really like you guys. I just love the community, man. It's just a lot of really good people in this community, more so than any other part of the any, you know, sneakers, guns alcohol whatever i feel like the tobacco community or the cigar community has far uh fewer assholes for lack of better words <laughs> there's some but they're not as many so I, I think we have more assholes but just more tolerable assholes i think there that's fair enough yeah <laughs> i'll put myself in that category <laughs> i'm not hey. the tolerable part i'm just the asshole <laughs> 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 what's up christina how you doing oh, hey guys man. while we're on here we got ron real tv make sure that you guys are jumping on asking any questions you may have of him because again we do these lives for you guys this is your show yes. this is all about you guys so guys please if you have any questions for ron real man make sure you're shooting them in here in the comments um, as a as one of the guys, Vice Grip Garage, I follow on YouTube. He says on YouTube, he says make sure you bleep bloop them down in the comments. Uh, exactly. You're gonna want to do that. So get your bleep bloop on with your questions. Yep, and and like, share the video, do all that. Let's get a whole bunch of people in here. I just shared it to a whole bunch of places. That's why I've been staring down and looking, taking care of other things. So Ron, well, you're popping a pimple on your leg or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as a fellow cigar reviewer, I mean, you and I obviously we have our certain approaches. We have, you know, our our trends and our tendencies and the way that we look at finding cigars. Are you the kind of reviewer that, as you hear about a new cigar, you seek it out, you hunt it out, or you're one that goes, you know what, I, I haven't heard much about this, I want to check it out, or you know what, you just sort of what's in the humidor staring at me? That's what I'm going to review. 
So to be honest, I mean, or to be fair, there's a little bit of a 50-50 side of that. Well, maybe probably 60-40. 60% of me is more so um, I'm reviewing a lot of older cigars that I've been a big fan of that I'm finally getting back around to. I've told a lot of people a lot of times, uh, if you're if you're one of those people that like reviewers to always be trendy and catch the new cigars, and I'm probably not going to be the reviewer for you. Now, that doesn't mean that like the Supreme Leaf, like Matt has smoked, um, the Aladino Cameroon is just there are, you know, like the year of the rat review I just did every mm -hmm. now and then I'll catch some newer cigars and be able to release them in a timely fashion. But that's not my goal. Like, I'm not always trying to be the first one on the block to have the review because I feel like the support system is there to support me. And they're always going to want to know my take on the cigar. So whether the year of the rat review came out, to, you know, today or two months from now, I feel like people are still going to want to know my opinion on it. So the support system is going to is there for me. Not as or as opposed to just being there because they know that I'm going to always be there with the newest and latest and greatest. So, yep. You know. No, very cool. Because I, I I'm more of a whatever's in my humidor staring at me, going, "Hey, review me." Yeah, and there's new ones that I hear about, or you know, boutique manufacturers have hit me up in the past, and things like that will take place. But I mean, a review that's coming out, you know, next week from mine is one that people have talked about and reviewed and all sorts of stuff up and down. It's the Liga Number Nine. I had yep. never had the Liga Number Nine. But I decided to review it. And, you know, it, for me, it's one of those if I want to put out a review, I'm going to put out a review on whatever I feel like putting it out on. I'm not going to be one of those that I got to go get this brand new one. You know, oh, well, this cigar just got released. So I've got to go and, and hunt down this limited release or do for me. It's never been about that. It's been about it's been about enjoying the cigars and putting out content about them. I, and I think for me, like, I feel like that's why I was able, like when we started talking, I felt like it was very genuine, a genuine transaction between us, because I feel like we're pretty like-minded people too. And I, and honestly, believe it or not, I feel like when you are a reviewer that's always trying to find the latest and greatest and put out the newest stuff, they might not directly think about it, but it's going to, your, your content is going to suffer from it too. Correct. You know, mm -hmm. so. Well, it's about doing the honest reviews. I mean, you just, Tim, you reviewed one of the ones that, uh, you know, I represent recently and it's one of the first reviews you put out uh, with your, <laughs> with your new review channel. And I, I think you're almost like scared to say, Hey, uh, look at the end of this thing, but you, you did. And I watched it. And I cried a little bit at the end of it. Uh, I shed a little tear, but I had Kleenex ready because I kind of was prepared. But I mean, listen, at the end of the day, a review is a review, and that's your palate. Yeah. That's what you experienced from the cigar. And you could have even gotten a bad cigar. You could have gotten a, the one great cigar in the box. It works both ways. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's your review, and, and that has to come across genuine and be real. And, and too often there are so many, and Ron, you know this too, there are a lot of reviewers out there that because they're sponsored by Brand X or whatever it is, they feel like they have to say, oh my gosh, you guys have to run out right now and get this brand new release or get one, get this, or if you haven't found this or all those different things. But like we talked, like you talked about a minute ago, Ron, it's a disservice to the consumer. It's a disservice wow. to the viewers because if they're just getting a bunch of BS and fluff and sugar-coated on every single review, that's not an honest opinion of it. And I'd rather, even though it's a cigar that, people have talked about and whether it's in uh, you know a brand that someone sent me and and they're hoping I give it a great review and I don't give it the greatest review or it's one from whomever it is honesty at the end I think is going to carry a channel much further than trying to appeal to the masses I say it all the time Tim you know so uh no matter what the what the rating of the cigars or how you feel about it for me I always feel like I always want to make content that I would enjoy watching and at the when I wake up in the morning and before I go to bed at night, when I look in the mirror, I need to be satisfied with what, I, what I'm looking back at. So I'm that kind of person. If I know I'm selling out or doing something, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, you know, I'm not going to be able to look people in the face, man. And just be and because I people ask for recommendations all the time. 
I can't mm-hmm. recommend a cigar that I don't like, man. Just for the sake of selling stuff or just to make sure my sponsor's happy. Like, that's just never been my MO. Uh, I have a full-time job that pays pretty decent, so money's not an, money's not the issue. So it's just like I'm like Brandon was saying earlier, the honesty is just that that's got that can't be compromised, man. Mm-mm. So. Now let's 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 get into what you do a little bit aside from reviewing cigars and all that. You're you're a firefighter, correct? You're a paramedic firefighter, I think. Correct. Yeah, I'm a firefighter and a paramedic. I've been a paramedic for the past three and a half years. So I was an EMT before then, and then went to school and got got my paramedic license. So very cool. Now, are you known around the firehouse as a guy that provides everybody with cigars when you've got downtime? <laughs> Believe it or not, so the station I'm at, we have. Uh, six assigned people there and everybody smokes cigars except for one person. I turned everybody on to cigars. <laughs> I'm working. I'm hopefully working on one of my best friends. He's slowly creeping away from factory smokes. But for a while, he's like, oh, fa-. I'm like, dude, those cigars are terrible, man. Like I'm, I'm handing you Guardian of the Farms, all this nice stuff, man. You just want to go back to a, a, a bundle or whatever, man. He's finally starting to crack the case. He sent me a text message today and was like, Man, uh, what do you think the price, a, a decent price on a box of La Carines would be? So I was like, I just kind of like took a little bow. I was like, all right, I'm finally getting to them. <laughs> <laughs> One nice. step at a time. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love it, dude. Yeah, everybody's comments have been so great in here. I mean, people are completely agreeing that we just, you need to be straight up. Real recognizes real. Uh, you know, Bob Cigar Guy says it's your money, it's your palate. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I just love all this stuff. I mean, everybody that's, everybody that, you know, it's funny because you start attracting the people that have the same mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I love seeing the comments come through here because it's just everybody's on that same mindset. We're all in the same same wavelength. We're just we're a bunch of guys that I think are just tired of the BS, tired of wow. getting misled, tired of the the crap. And what I love so much about the group of guys that are like in, in my page and like Shadow mm-hmm. Smokers Legion and the guys that I get surrounded with is like getting to getting to expose them to so many great boutique brands. And Hashimoto said earlier, he says he likes to let the hype dive down die down. Uh, that everybody's raving about before he smokes a cigar. And he right. did that with Casa Cuevas. Right. I remember, I was like, when is Matt going to buy some damn Cuevas and smoke this stuff already? And he let it die down. And then he finally smoked it and was like, this is actually a good cigar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it, man. I mean, everybody here on board is, is just, I mean, everybody's throwing the comments of, we love it, guys. Everybody's on the same page here. That's and awesome. That's, really, that's what we need. Definitely. And like I said, big, big shout out to the cigar mechanics. Big shout out to Shadow Smokers Legion. Uh, most of my time on Facebook is spent in a group called Perfecto Social Club, which is pretty much pretty similar to you guys. Just it's about 100 people in there, but everybody's very passionate. It's no trolling or anything in there. It's just it's just a really good, clean, organic group. And it's just like you say, it's really nice when you run across a lot of people that are like minded, like you two. No, uh, no matter what's going on with religion or political issues or anything, everybody, the love of the leaf is just surpasses all of it, man. And, yeah. Um, yeah. None mm-hmm. of that stuff matters. We're all going to make fun of each other equally. Exactly. You know, and that's that's the fun part of it, man. We're like we're a bunch of dudes, and there's some women mixed in, and we we love it, and you keep it clean because you have women in your group. But then the women come in, and they're like they're throwing stuff over the top of what some of the guys yeah. are doing, trying to keep it clean, and everybody's having fun. So, uh, Frankie Rodriguez asks, this is even if you don't care for a cigar and review, do you still recommend it for others that it might fit their taste? Uh, I mean, I, I'm a believer of that too, because just like y'all hit it on the head too, everybody's palate is different, so. What what'll happen is, and Tim will know this too. So as you're as you're a reviewer or a content creator, you'll get the people that'll start following you, and and people will notice that their palate is is pretty similar. So that's mm-hmm. the goal. So they'll be like, oh, okay, my palate is pretty close to Ron's. So if Ron didn't care for this, then I might want to steer clear of it. But you may be a supporter of mine that 
your palate may be completely different. So you already know, like, all right, if Ron says steer clear of it and he gave me these flavor notes, then I'm going to try it because you might like it. So mm -hmm. I would still say don't. And I tell people that all the time. Just because I don't like a cigar doesn't mean go try it because that may be your favorite cigar when you try it. Right. Yep. I mean, I said that at the end of the EP Carrillo one, that was one of the things I said is it's not my palate, but it may be yours. And I, you know, yeah. explained the notes of what it was and it's just how it goes. And Brandon's like, why are you bringing up that stick again? Why are you doing that? But, uh, you know, no, it, no, bring it up. They call it out what it is. What's, what's the one you reviewed, man? I mean, it's it was, it was, the, it was the EP Carrillo Rebel Rebellious. And I'm much mm -hmm. more of a, uh, mild plus medium, even a medium plus, uh, in body, you know, cigar smoker and enthusiast. And this was a medium plus to a full for sure. Yep. And it got just too charred. It got a little bit bitter for me and it, it just wasn't hitting my palate at all. But I made sure in the video that I said at least once a couple different times, but that's mine and go right. and try it out for yourself because EP has won award after award after award for cigars that they put out. And just because this isn't hitting my palate doesn't mean it won't hit yours because the Encore Majestic may not be a good one for you or La Historia may not be a good one for you, but you may get the Rebel Rebellious and go, okay, I found Fantastic. the one I love now. Right. Yep. Well, I'm like that too. I mean, EP, EP is hit or miss for me too. I like, like I said, I like the La Historia a little more than the Encore, but I like the Dark Rituals. There's some cigars he's made that I, I'm a really big fan of, and then there's the other ones, even stuff he's blended for John and Crown Heads. I'm just like, eh, it's just not hitting me right. But again, that's just me. Yeah, and that that EP Carrillo Rebel is actually one of uh, producer Drew's favorite cigars from the lineup. He loves so it's, it. it. It's so funny because I'll be honest, it's not one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I have that on a shelf and I'm doing an EP Carrillo event, and I find somebody's palate and it matches that cigar, I'm gonna put it on them. If they go, hey, do you love this cigar? I, I'm not going to lie about it and say, oh, yeah, I love this cigar. It's right. the best thing I've ever smoked, man. I, if I could be on an island, I'd smoke this the rest of my life. No, dude. I mean, I'm honest with them. Say, hey, listen, this doesn't fit my palate, but what you explained to me, I think this is going to fit your palate perfect. Why don't you give it a whack and see what you think? Yeah. I think overall, when you take that approach like that and people can read read between the lines and know that you're being honest, I think you will become yeah. a lot or you will be a lot more prosperous than rather than forcing, forcing BS down people's throat just to sell cigars, you know, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Chapin, hit, you hit the nail on the head. I watch Martin, <laughs> so I know what not to smoke. If he likes it, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Martin so I can cry every time he hates one of my lines. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh oh. And then, I, and then I see Kevin Shahan, cigar prop, commenting in there. Are you speaking bad about my John Huber? What? <laughs> oh, John, man. Me and John talk a lot. He, he'll ask me opinions on stuff, and I'm either, I'll either thumbs up or thumbs down it. Like, the, the one of the most recent ones, the Chamuco. I don't, I'm not a big Headley Grange fan line at all. I don't like that line, but smoked the Chamuco, just thought it was a bad cigar. It just, it just wasn't for me. And he was just like, oh, I was like, just for me, it's not good. So I'm, a, I'm not going to, I'm not going to review it because I don't like the cigar. So, yeah. but if somebody asks me the question, then I'll write in the comments like I'm not a fan of it. You know? Well, mm -hmm. then here's a question for you What about the inch? Have not had it. You know why you I haven't had, had the it? Inch? No, but you know, you're going to know why I haven't smoked that cigar, though. You don't like that large of a ring gauge? It's, just too, it's too big of a ring gauge for me. I'm right there. I am right there with you 100%, dude. I have tried, <laughs> even like driving back from Vegas, driving mm -hmm. to Vegas, driving back from Vegas. So I'm like, this thing's going to last me the entire time. I'll try it. Bro, like 20 minutes in, I got freaking locked jaw, and I just can't do it anymore, man. See, I have no interest in my jaws being locked up. Pause. I, I can't do it. And, and it wasn't even like, dude, the flavor profile was great when I was smoking. I was like, this oh, yeah. is a really good cigar, but I can't do the size. I just can't get over it. And I mean, Drew I'll tell you another cigar, day. another one, uh, the Lunatic by Agonorsa, that lot, 
the, oh, the flavors, the flavors are great, but it's just like it's just too big of a cigar, man. Like I just don't have any interest in smoking anything that big, unless it's box press or unless it's a Figurado that kind of flowers out to a bigger, bigger ring gauge. And like this was a fifty-eight, but you know, at the head of it, it's not that big. So it's like, all right, I could do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I have a really hard time. It, it, it is. See, I don't like torpedoes either, though. So like that one there, that the Solomon size stuff like that really bothers mm -hmm. me too. Yeah, I, I don't like that tapered end. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a mouthfeel thing, right? Yep. No, I, I definitely get it. Uh, Joseph, I work for Memphis Fire Department. Perfect. Don't let the don't let the ring gauge turn you off. It's a great blend, says Michael Wells. It is a great blend, but I just can't do the size. I can't. And what makes that blend so great is that it was blended for the 64 ring gauge. Mm -hmm. Whereas most cigars are blended at a smaller ring gauge and then they're wow. you know filled and they're blown up, and you really gets like it dilutes a lot of the flavors. The inch is such a flavorful, such a complex, such a great cigar because it's blended for that 64 ring gauge. And, you know, then they go all the way up to a 70 and they drop down to, I think, a 58 is the smallest. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, I, man, it's I, great. And flavor. I'm not going to lie because I've heard that from other credible people too. So I'll eventually end up trying that cigar. Matt Hashimoto, he smokes it in private. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be in private when I do that. That won't be on camera. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of the larger ring gauges. I'm much more of like a 46 to 52 is like my oh, sweet man. spot. Yeah, I love 44 to 48 is about my sweet spot right now, too. That super Corona, Corona Gorda. It's, it's bypassed my oh. favorite Lancero. I was a huge Lancero guy, but that Corona Gorda has kind of moved into that number one spot. Yep, there Lance, you go. Dude, Lancero, nothing's going to take over Lancero's for me. Yeah, I'm no. a Lancero whore. I love them, too, Brent, but just the only problem sometimes, and I've had a, a really bad experience with the, I was talking to a good friend about the Espinosa Habano Lancero. Great Lancero, but the past couple I've picked up have had terrible draw issues. Now I know really? somebody, if they've been paying attention, I don't have a draw, a perfect draw to it, so I've been getting a lot of shit about that the past month or two. But. <laughs> That's hard to man, do with a Lancero, though, man. You feel like you put the perfect draw in and you pull all the tobacco out. See, and that, yeah, and that makes sense to me, too, with, with it being such a small ring gauge. So Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, overall, I still love Lanceros, too. I'm right there with you, too. Yeah. What's up, Steve? How you doing, brother? Frontline Cigar Steve's with us. What's, what's going on? on live? And actually, I get flipped off on mine. So I'm number one, Tim. <laughs> well done. Well done. You are number one. And, and I got to say, just because we're talking about cigars, and Brandon, you're outnumbered on this one because I've got a fellow reviewer on. The, mm. with, with the two. If Brandon decides to start doing reviews, then we're in trouble. Uh, I can't, dude. Listen, I have a phenomenal idea. I have one of the best ideas in the world for a review channel. I can't do it because of my role as a broker. You know, uh, it, it, uh, okay, okay. The last thing I want to do is people going, Oh, you're only giving your cigars thumbs up. Well, guess what? I broker for brands that I love. I don't pick up a brand just because I think it's gonna make me some money or just because that I I'm very cognizant anyway. of the brands that I bring in because I, I want to make sure that I'm passionate about the cigars that I'm representing. And I, so what am I gonna do? Smoke somebody else's brand and go, oh, and they're like, Oh, you're just trying to turn off your brand, you know, the other brands so people buy yours. I don't want to mess with that, man. I think you. I think you should anyway, because I think even with the negativity, the positive, the positive outlook and the outcome is going to be is going to outweigh it. Because every like people like me and Tim and the people in the chat, they're gonna they're gonna under they know they know you, so they know you're going to be honest and they know you're going to review the brands that you carry and like you just explained it. So it's like you might have one or two comments in there trolling or something, but it's just like 
You know what I do? I just hit the block button and that moves it real. That moves it around. Real quick, so. <laughs> and gone. I'm like, is that way to get senior stuff? Did I get blocked? <laughs> no, no, ain't, it's only one person that's blocked right now. He was just going. He was just going way too out of the way too yeah. out of the way to be tr to troll, man. Yeah, so do that. So I'm drinking a Carl Strauss's in Southern California brewery down in the San Diego area and they have a Bird Rock Coffee Roasters Golden Stout and it's got actual coffee in it is what it was brewed with. This paired with a cigar, I am not joking. It's like cocoa coffee goodness. That sounds it about is. something in my wheelhouse, Dan. Well, if if you can find, uh, I only have one more. Sorry, bro. You're not going to get it. <laughs> If, if you, you can, if you find, can the find the super rare cigar that I'm smoking, find the 2004 Toronto tribute, then, bro, <laughs> with like cold brew, oh, it would be awesome. Like and then said, I'm, I'm looking at Kevin's in here. <laughs> I'm looking at Kevin's comment too. So I'm kind of 50 50 on that comment down there too, because somebody else was talking about being a reviewer and not showing their face. I think if it's executed well and the the quality of content is strong, I think it could survive. But for me, and I don't know if I, if y'all are in agreement with that too, but part of the reason of looking at somebody's face is you become familiar with them. You feel like you get to you get to know them. So yeah. uh, I don't know. You, I mean, I feel like if you didn't show your face, like your content would have to be through the roof. Like your quality would have to be really, really good to keep people's attention, man. Because I'm one of those guys. I like like even looking at you two. Like now, I even if I'm listening to you on a podcast, I know what your face looks like. It's just something that resonates with that, man. So yeah. Well, I'm sorry that both of our faces are. Scarred in your memory. Yeah, right? <laughs> good, man. I'm hating on the beards, man. I can't grow a beard in like this. Oh, and I just trimmed mine. Mine was a couple inches longer, and I was like, ah, no, it's time to just clean it up. I, I, I trim my beard about every four months, and it was due. I just, can't grow one because of my job. On, dude. You... Yeah, you mine can't. Painted on it, and all I had was some whiteout. So I, I ran out of the, the sharpie. <laughs> all I had was whiteout to finish it up, man. It looked funny otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and to answer Steve's question, well, no, not question, his recommendation, Mo said, Tim, get a chocolate mint cigar. No. Uh, no. No. Oh, man. Java mint. That thing, I mean, listen, if there's one flavored cigar that I can actually smoke and, and be able to, to, to palate fully is going to be that Java mint. I think that's about the only one. That I that I've actually been able, been able to palate. Like if my wife's around and she's just really not liking the cigar smoke smell, that that's one that I can I can choke down. I think it's the acid twenty for me. That's the only one I've been able to finish. I've not had that one. That's the only infused cigar I've been able to finish, and it was a robusto. But it, I just normally just can't do it, man. It that taste and flavor is just too strong. But yeah. I'm the same way with flavored whiskeys and stuff like. So, and this is just a, this is another Ron asshole opinion too, right? So. <laughs> I love how you give the disclaimer. I, I mean, because some people, some people in the chat may they may love it, and I like I said, this is no offense taken, but it's just like so with bourbon and stuff like that. Like people ask me about peach flavored crown. I, I'm like, for me, if you if you drink all this stuff, you don't like whiskey. If you're trying to mask the flavor of how whiskey or scotch tastes, it's meant to be made a certain way, and it's a it's an acquired taste. So you have to acquire the the liking of that taste. Like stop trying to cover it up with. Root beer flavored whiskey, peanut butter and jelly flavored whiskey. It's like you don't like whiskey. Have you tried peanut butter whiskey though? I have not. I just oh, then you can't hate, bro. That stuff. You screw a screwball fan? Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know uh, one man. I know people rave about this. Great stuff, juice man. in it. They say it's a peanut butter and jelly, but honestly, uh, you, you put some screwball over vanilla ice cream. Best dessert in the world. But see, I could do that in an edible state, but just not 
trying to pair it with a cigar or something. I don't know. So Steve's got an extra question. What, what about what about watermelon? I hate watermelon. <laughs> I, I, like watermelon. I like watermelon, man. I hate watermelon. <laughs> I can eat watermelon flavored candy. I know that's gonna be weird too. I'm like that with grapes too. I can eat grape flavored candy, banana flavored candy, but I don't like grapes, bananas, or watermelon. Can't do it. It's interesting. See, and I love watermelon Jolly Ranchers. I hardly ever eat watermelon. I'll eat it, but it's not if it's on the table, I'm not running for it. I've had thousands of people, oh, you haven't had a good one, and then they'll get I'm just like, I still don't like it. For whatever reason, whenever I put it in my mouth, it's like it gets really bitter and just all it's just I just don't like it. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm not a fan of it either, I gotta admit, dude. Yeah. Uh, not me. Brandon Chief Brandon Chaffin says, Oh, sure, cigar mechanic gives me all sorts of hell for liking the Java Mint that admits he likes it. I did not <laughs> admit that I like it. Let me clarify one thing, menthol man. I did not admit that I like it. Okay. You don't see me taking pictures, sucking down white owls and menthols and being a dipshit like you. What happened was <laughs> I we came on and said I can palate that one out of respect for those around me if I needed a flavored aroma to come out of that cigar. That is one cigar in a flavored realm that I can palate. That's not an admission of a liking. I don't have any in my humidor. So E-A-D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that off of there, man. No, there. no. Hey, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, what I'm else you got going comments on? here? I got to get caught up here, yeah. It's like putting fruit in beer. If you need to mask the flavor of your beer, drink better beer. Yes. Stop that. Stop that. Grapefruit IPAs and freaking peach IPA. Like an IPA is an okay. IPA. Coffee's okay. But yes, I had a hazy IPA and it's an IPA, but it wasn't, you know, a, a pomegranate grapefruit tangerine IPA. Please stop. Stop. <laughs> an IPA is good. It tastes, it's like drinking a freaking Christmas tree. Just let it be that way. There you go. Every, every now and then I'll drink a, a sour. But I'm not even a huge oh. beer drinker anymore. But every now and then I'll, oh. I'll jump on a sour. But that's about it. I can't do that, man. Like sours, sours reserved for candy. Like that's when I'm watching the movie. I should be eating like a Sour Patch Kids or something like that. I hey, you might even do that. Get you a bag of Sour Patch Kids and a sour beer. I, no, I, I don't even like. I don't like sour stuff at all. When I was a kid, a kid in junior high, they had the or they the Warheads and they had the Atomic Sour ones. Mm -hmm. I tried one of those and just was completely like scarred for life turned off i was like i will never eat sour again this is horrid why would anybody think it was funny to make it and so then i just had the uh the spicy ones and i was totally cool with that but yeah no the sour <laughs> and my wife loves sour patch kids and sour punch straws and all. i'm like hey have at it it's all you i'm just a big candy fan in, in general man i just like candy i think i came out the womb with a pack of skittles man <laughs> I like I like Steve. Like Steve's like backpedaling now. He's like, I'm not racist. I promise. It wasn't directed. <laughs> oh, that's all good, man. He's <laughs> like, all good. <laughs> oh, and, and then Kevin, the next comment, and the people that put salt on their watermelon. Why? Right? How do we go down the yeah. realm of watermelon here? Watermelon. Yeah, evidently, this became the food and snack review now. <laughs> <laughs> I just love man, that Brandon's on you, man. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that. Oh, yeah, Brandon's a piece of work, dude. He wouldn't say anything <laughs> stuff to my face, though. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> <laughs> just stand there and smile. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> Jeff Robertson, the Canadian. Oh, dudes, I had a mango wit the other day. Hey, eh? so oh, good. Man. Oh, yeah, man. but dude, oh, you moose down the road. Okay, you play hockey. 
<laughs> Your brain's frozen. And you spend like $20 for a bundle stick. Bro. Mm. Have you seen their pricing up yeah, there? Yeah, the tax up there is ridiculous. ridiculous. One of my friends tells me if I like, he was like, he knows I love Padrones. He was like, man, you ain't going to be able to get out the door without about $50 or $60 being spent. Oh. I think Bro, the Family Reserve 80 year I like, it's just like the Family Reserve 80 year I like, it's like an $80 cigar there. So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll be smoking all Cubans if I was in Canada. Seriously. Steve's getting himself in all sorts of trouble on this. Uh-oh. Kevin and Steve are going to be going back and forth. Someone always smokes flavored cigars. They aren't the real cigar smokers. What? Mm. <laughs> oh, see. Matt, I, I agree you, with Matt on that. Those that are one five. Is good. That one is good. I agree I with that one. Those I've seen those. I haven't had them. Man, they're good. Real quick. I got a, just a quick uh, commercial break. Frontline cigars. <laughs> 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 oh, now we're taking bets too on if Chapin would say this stuff to my face. <laughs> oh, this is good. Somebody's gonna make some money, man. Bro, I'll take that bet. Hashimoto. <sighs> because he was on the phone the other day and he's a totally different character when he was on the phone with me. <laughs> I'll take that bet. Uh hey, you know, throw up throw up Steve's next comment because and I will spotlight and we've talked about Steve and what he does with frontline cigars and help the Heroes Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Next comment. Hey, Ron, if you guys need supplies for uh, or charity, uh, our charity has masks. Let us know. So uh, th what they do in supporting first responders and, and all those different things is awesome. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I definitely reach out to you, Mo, for sure. Very cool. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. Uh, he goes by Mo. He's a. Yeah, he's a, I, I don't. Well, I was about to say probably everybody in the chat knows him is, or knows his name is Steve. Now, yeah. What, what do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you Steve, Mo, or Frontline? You tell me what you want me to call you. He call answers him. to hate you pretty well. So, yeah, call okay. him this. <laughs> call him number one. That's what I call him whenever I get on like his uh, Zoom meetings or anything. We, it's just our introduction to each other. Yeah, you kiss each other through the screen and it gets really awkward and you just have to like. <laughs> Yeah, but I heard that through the interwebs, you can't get the you can't get the uh, covids from it, so it, it makes it a nice clean kiss. At least oh, not yet. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> yet. Yeah, but then I got to clean my camera before all this because it's got the you know, anyways. Yeah. So Michael Wallace has a great question. It's actually it's like he was reading my mind, kind of scary. As far as the outlook on your channel, where are you looking to take it, Ron? Oh man! So I started the channel because, and, and like I said, this was, could have been a completely wrong thought process, but so. Last last August, I was sitting there thinking when I found because I've been strongly back into cigars and or I started getting really back into cigars around January of 2019. And uh, so I was thinking, I was like, man, I really love to become a blender. Started watching a little few documentaries and started watching some things. and was like, man, I think that'd be really cool. And then I was thinking most people get into the cigar industry first becoming reps. Most people are reps and then they kind of move up. And I was like, I'm already I don't really want to be away from home. Not like that. I'm not really passionate about sales and retail. So I was like the reps suck. Yeah. So I was just like, maybe I'll see how I kind of do that. Yeah. He says, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no, I was just thinking I was like, maybe I start my channel. If it gets big enough, my name gets out there enough and my uh, and people respect my palate enough. Maybe somebody at a farm or something to reach out to me at some point, invite me down. And after a couple of times, might be like, hey, Ron, you can start to play with our tobaccos and see what you can come up with. So that was just my whole thought process. And like I said, I could be completely shooting completely in the dark, but I'm thinking I'm thinking after a few years or so of kind of being around and, and, and showing that consistency, I think I think I'll get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. Now you you've done some. We've already talked about it a little bit, but the March Madness, and you've got a new uh, competition you're running this summer. Talk a little bit about that. So yeah, so I saw how well the Cigar Madness was doing. I was like, man. So channel was surging for about two or three weeks, and then of course it hit a. a I, like it didn't get stagnant, but it definitely declined, which I was expecting anyway, because you're coming off of a tournament that's so big that was running for around three months, and then you just go back to doing reviews. So I completely expected that, but then I was thinking, I was like, man. I can make a smaller tournament, summertime tournament, and then uh, all the cigars will be at retail for under $10 and under because I get a lot of questions about, oh, man, you're always reviewing these $15, $20, $30 cigars. What do you recommend for under $10? So I was like, all right, I'll come up with a tournament where everything is under $10, but they still will be quality cigars. Still get that tournament feel again to get everybody all excited again. And So there you have Summer Showdown, which will be starting in July. So how many cigars are starting off in that? There will be eight. So there won't be it won't be as a, as big of a tournament because I don't think that people realize like so I have a video video guy. So shout out to my, my brother, Eric. But uh, a lot a lot went into that tournament, man. And people don't even realize how much money I spent on that tournament. So I smoked that Padron. I smoked that Padron 1926 80th anniversary four times. That's a thirty dollar cigar. I'm in I'm in one cigar, one hundred and twenty books. We had Bahikes in there, BBMF Opus, other family preserve or reserve Padrones. I mean, there, I don't feel like there was any slouchers in there, you know, uh, and that's why I tell people all 16 cigars are cigars. I think that are good, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. So then, so you're doing the new one. It's going to be, and I missed it. I'm sorry. What is it? It's going to be eight to $10. It, uh, it'll be eight cigars. And then all the cigars will retail for under $10, $10 or under. Gotcha. So I have like okay. a gar, uh, guardian of the farm in there, the punch knuckle buster, HVC, Cerro, uh, charter Oak Maduro, uh, Henry Clay Warhawk. I love that cigar too. But here, so here locally, that cigar is 12, almost 13 bucks. But I, I do love that. That's uh, to be honest. Retail. What is retail on that cigar? 1250 MSRP. Okay. So that was that would have been it. But I do like the regular Habano from Casa Cuevas too. I like that cigar oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. When but you I had Lewis, you had Lewis on with you at one point, didn't you? Who I did? Yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't have any ties with Lewis at all. I, I've smoked his stuff in private, but I haven't even. Re that's that's a false statement. I was about to lie. I did a live cigar review of the La Mandaria. Okay, that's, that's what it was. I remember you doing something live about Casa Cuevas. Yes, it was a live cigar review. Okay, but uh, I do, I do, and I, he and I, all the stuff I've seen, he seems like a really nice, nice person. So, yeah, he's an amazing. Oh, who's that behind you? Puppy dog. My dog, my uh, sister-in-law just opened the door and just let my dog in. She's, now she's trying to walk behind and say, ah, too late. The door's already, uh, already cracked open. They just walk through the camera. Walk. Just let everybody yep. see you. You're, you're, you're already there. Everybody sees you. <laughs> she's all walking Matthew's around all the back. Red. You did it. You opened the door. <laughs> yeah. She's let him out the front. <laughs> you put yourself there. <laughs> look at her. Look at her reaching real far. Only see my arm. Only see my yep. arm. <laughs> That's awesome. Reality TV. There you go. Uh, what do we got That's here? Yeah, Casa Cuevas Habano. Yes. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I wasn't a huge fan of the Maduro. Connecticut was about as a typical Connecticut. It wasn't bad, but it was just, but that Habano, I feel like they really nailed it. The Lamandaria and the Habano were very, very good, at least in my opinion. I think they are. So. Yeah, see, and I love the Connecticut. Like that's the one when I when I call them up and I'm like, hey guys, I need more samples. Mm -hmm. They know I don't even have to ask anymore. They just send me an extra bundle of Connecticut for me <laughs> uh, because like I just I'm in love with it. To me, that's like 
to me that's like the IPA of the Connecticut world because it's it's got that and I like that natural kind of bitterness raw mm -hmm. tobacco taste. Um, to me, it's full of flavor. I get so many different flavors from that. It's got that little extra kick to it, but it's in that mild to mild plus realm. And that's why I like it so much because I can smoke that all freaking day long. I can have it as my first cigar or my ninth cigar. Mm -hmm. I still get flavor notes from it. I still get excitement from it, you know, and that's, it's been, that's like been my, one of my top go-tos for, since I met them. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think that's awesome too. Like you just, however many smokers you have, you have that many different opinions on stuff too. Yeah. So I always think that stuff is cool. Like I like how everybody doesn't have the, the same favorite cigars, but what, what makes it cool is, so Brandon's really a big Connecticut fan. I'm more medium to full, full body. So, but then when we agree on a cigar, it's like, oh damn, they, they usually smoke a lot different things, but they yeah. agree on a cigar. That's when you know that you need to smoke that cigar. If two yeah. people that smoke different things agree on something, that's the cigar you need to try. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if I want something a little bit stronger, I do. I gravitate towards, you know, in, in, that, in the Cuevas line. I'm going to, mm -hmm. like, if I'm doing a Cuevas event, I'm like, you know, I've had a couple Connecticut's. Let me do some. I do gravitate more towards the Habano line. Yep. And, I, and I'll tell you why. I, I really enjoy the flavors of the Maduro. I have a hard time because it's a slower smoke. And so when when people smoke that Maduro because of that, that thick, oily wrapper that's on right. it, it slows down the smoke. And I've had people come back to me and they go, it's plugged. It's not plugged. It's just a slower smoke. So it's not going to smoke as quickly as that Habano because right. that wrapper leaf isn't burning. It's slowing everything down. I 100% agree on it. So Brandon Chapin yeah. asking this, Ron, how long have you been smoking? Uh, right at five years. Been smoking at five, so not too long. Nice. Now, what? where did you start with? Did you start with having somebody that knows cigars get you into them? Or did you, you know, just go and check it out yourself? No, so uh, one of my best friends, get, uh, we were at a party or a get together in 2015, and he smoked a lot of party. He's black. He smoked cigars. He, I wouldn't even say he's he's not an. I wouldn't say he's an aficionado, really, sort of speak. He likes cigars, but I don't think he's as passionate as like people like. He's not watching content and stuff all the time. But uh, he had a Macanudo Maduro, gave me that cigar. I remember really enjoying it, and then I just I'm. I'm one of those people, if I really get into something, I'm all the way in it. It's not any 50%. I'm going to be 100% in it. So I just I hit the ground running and started buying all different kinds of cigars. I think my next few were like the My Father, uh, Lee Bijou, the Padron 3000. I had some Espinosa Warheads in there. I just jumped off in the deep end and just got really full really quick. So Yeah, the Lee Bijou is a great, great cigar. Excellent cigar. Excellent. I love My Father's Lanceros, too. I don't think a lot of people speak on them, but the Lanceros, they do are really good, too. Brandon, they I don't do. know. You might be a fan of them too, being a Lancero fan. I, I like Lanceros. Any <laughs> <laughs> Lancero? Understatement. Understatement of the century. Yeah, there's a couple that I that there's a couple that I smoked that I was I could say I was not a big fan of. They seem mm -hmm. to have constant consistency issues. I'm yep. not going to name them here, mm -hmm. uh, but there are a couple that I smoked that I was like, eh, yeah, I could do without. But I mean, listen, there was a time that if there was a Lancero that came out. I went out, I hunted it down, I found it, I made sure it was in my humidor, and I picked that thing up. I picked up a few of them because I am just a Lancero freaking whore. I beg for everything in a Lancero. There's nothing wrong with that. I love them too. Not as yeah, much as you, but I love them. Yeah. Well, I mean, so uh, I got my first set of samples after the whole COVID thing from Cuevas. And I know I talk mm -hmm. about it a lot, but that, you know, I talk to them a lot. Uh, and they said, I sent a little surprise with you, and I'm thinking it's going to be another bundle of the Connecticut's. Uh, they sent me a, a bundle of the uh, the Flaco, which is just an over like slightly oversized Lancero in the mm -hmm. Habano blend. 
Oh, uh, I bet that's incredible. Was it like a probably what a seven and a half by forty? It's like a forty. Yeah, forty. Forty-two. If I remember right. I think it's a that's, seven by forty-two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I bet that's. I bet that's money. It is. Oh. I have two left in my humidor, and they. Are, oh. Those smaller ring gauges, man. Like, if you're a real flavor junkie, like, it's just hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Like I said, anything robusto on under, man, is just. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. The Le Bijou, uh, Jeff says, ooh, the Bijou is good. Just smoked one last weekend's. Um, I think that's Canadian. Canadian. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, I actually found a box of those at one of my retailers. I was helping reorganize some of the shelves, and I I look up in the corner, and I go, "That's it was not in a Le Bijou box. And I go, that's not the Le Those are Le Bijou's. And I looked at the box next to it, and they were that he was in a Le Bijou box, and they were, like, dated, I think it's 2013. Wow. and the one was, uh, if I remember, it was a Corona size, oh. or just they—they they did like a Corona Gorda or something like that. It was just—it was like that Corona ring gauge, but just a little mm-hmm. bit larger. Boy, I snapped. I said, "What do you want for all of those, man? I will take them right now." And he's like, "You know what? Just take them. They've been sitting there forever." So I've got those sitting back here, man. I'll have to put a package together and send it over to you with some of those flacos and some of the Lebeju, the, the Yeah, you got to check out those flacos. They are. Just I really, cool. really appreciate that. I'm, I'm all in. Like my ears are all perked up. My eyes are big. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, and everybody knows my shipping, so you'll get it sometime next year or two. That's fine, and I'm not, and I'm not one of those weird dudes that's texting you every day. Hey, have you forgot about me? Hey, hey, you, <laughs> like, send it yet? Did you send it yet? Yeah. Is it still coming? Yeah. yeah, Matt, thank you for that. Uh, he, what I really like about the Down to the Nub uh, and Ron's show is that you guys actually read our comments and answer them. It, it, that's what it's about. I mean, we were talking with you, Ron, before this and said it, it's community hangout time. It's socialization. It's just enjoying each other. And, and you know, Matt, I'm glad that that's what you enjoy about, you know, what we do here because it, it's it's us goobers behind the cameras with a microphone just talking with all of you you just you know we just can't see you but everybody's here together just all collaborating oh yeah Yeah. i mean it's the power of the chat right so without the chat or without people supporting you then there's no show or there's no reviewers you just literally were talking to yourself so you again you have to always i mean you know like i i get it if you got a a, a channel with a hundred thousand subs you can't read every comment but you have to take time out to, to to show people that they're appreciated so i always try to do my best to let people know that I feel bad a lot of times I'll do a live stream and I forget. And, and Matt will even tell you, like, I might come back the next video and I'll remember. Like, I know, I, I, hey, I forgot to tell you, hey, when you when you jumped in the chat or whatever. That stuff's important, man. That stuff matters. That's the difference between somebody sticking with you through thick and thin and somebody saying, you know what, if they do, like, I'm out. So well, We all want to know that, we I mean, listen, we're humans. We all want to know that we're heard. If you're sitting in a room full of people and you say something to somebody, you know, and I go, hey, Tim, blah, 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 blah. And he just sits there and stares at his phone. Uh, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just you, just you say you were reading like, comments, Tim. That's it. Just say you were reading exactly. comments. No, I was reading a message from the, the wife and my son. So that just as important. <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, I said, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 uh no, jeff, but- jeff robertson says brandon have you tried the viva la vida i have i actually represented them for a short period of time during my wonderful eight months with hg fernandez which seems to be the average lasting and i'm not gonna say that um but yeah i have smoked a couple of them i smoked the viva la vida lancero that uh luxury cigar club has as an exclusive mm-hmm. uh, have you tried those i have not tried any viva la vida uh 
it's not going to stop me from smoking them because everybody's raving about them. So, of course, like Matt says, I'll wait till the hype dies down and I'll try it. But I've heard from some some people I trust, too, that when they had their their one shop and they were getting the blend done for that shop, that you could tell obvious uh, quality issues were starting to happen as they become a national thing. Yeah, because they did an exclusive with Atlantic Cigars mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, then they did the Club 500 and some other ones. Personal favorite, and I've I've got a couple of the Lanceros, the LCC mm -hmm. exclusive ones in my humidor right now, but of all the ones that um, Artisano Del Tobacco's put out, honestly, the Torpedo's been my favorite of all really? the ones. Their, their original Torpedo has been my favorite. I'm going to give me a sampler, a little bundle, mate. I'll get all of the sizes and I'll smoke them probably off camera and see how I like them. Nice. So. Yeah. Nice. So, Ron, what are you drinking? This is a couple years old. It's uh, Parker's Heritage. I don't know if you can see it. It's the uh, the year they came out with the single barrel 11 year. Very good stuff. Heaven Hill makes some damn good bourbon, man. Mm -hmm. Nice, man. Uh, let's hear Matt Hashimoto says, it really matters when someone says they'll reach out to you and give you info on a cigar like HQC. Ron will know what I'm talking about. It is much appreciated. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, you know, I, I think Matt's just kind of trying to go back and just say, always keep your word. If you say you're going to do something, just do it. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I told him I was going to do something and I made sure I did, you know, uh, he knows I'm a big HVC guy. He said he was getting, he was interested in trying some. So I reached out and let him know some he could try. I'm a, I'm a huge Aganorsa fan as most people know, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what he was getting at. Just kind of trying to make sure you keep your word, which is really important to me too. Uh, don't don't make don't say anything you can't keep. If somebody asks me something that I can't do, I'll say I don't think I can do it. I'll try if I can. I'll I'm gonna make sure I do it. So right. <laughs> we we put Man. up all the comments. We, it's we don't so damn funny because I, I know somebody <laughs> might be watching and be like, why is he just bust out laughing out of nowhere? I'm always <laughs> looking at stuff too. So. Yep, you have to. <laughs> We put them all up there, man. You know what, William? You can kiss my ass too, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here, you piece of crap, you hillbilly. But but I also want to tell both of you guys too. Um, thank you guys for you guys. I'm I'm glad you started this platform too. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Like Kevin does his lives at Cigar Prop. Lee Mac does Meet in the Middle. Uh, Vic the High Desert Man does Triple Cap. All this stuff is really important. So I again want to speak to everybody in the chat. If you love the cigar community as much as all of us seem to love it, make sure you guys are supporting everybody and make sure none of these shows go away, man. So uh, I really appreciate you guys inviting me on today. And even though I know that's not the end or anything, I just wanted to let you guys know that it's much appreciated. I'm like, <laughs> I guess you see how much I got. <laughs> see ya. It just felt like the right time. <laughs> that was awesome. So, are you going to be are you going to be looking to do anything different with your channel? Obviously, you've got your summer showdown and different things going on. Um, now, you talk about Haven Hill. There, are you? I know you know some channels have worked in, you know, pipes into cigars or knives or guns or you know whiskeys and you know all those other things. Are you looking to diversify? Or are you sticking true to what has worked really well for you of doing your cigars only? Yeah, I'm going to just pretty much right now because cause so there's a goal in mind, right? So I want to get into the cigar industry. So I don't want to tie myself up doing all, all kinds of different shit and taking my focus off why I even started the channel in the first place. So I do have a secondary channel that doesn't have any content on it. It's called 901 Run. And eventually I'll end up putting anything that's not cigar related on there. So I might do a food review. I might just have a video of me walking down. To, you know, anything that's anything not cigar related will be on that channel. But this channel, I'm, I'm really wanting to focus on the cigar reviews and, uh, and the pairings and stuff like this. So 
Now, how did you come up with the name Ron Real TV? So um, I was, I so I think I well not everybody, but I had a, a point and period in time when I was a kid that uh, I was a rapper or I was an aspiring rapper. So I went by the name Little Ron L I L. So every, at one point everybody had Little or Young in front of their name. So I had Little Ron. <laughs> well, I was about nineteen or twenty, and I was like, all right, that's kind of played out. I can't I can't be a twenty year old guy with the name Little Ron. So I added Ron Real in there, and then I put TV behind it because. When I first started the channel, the initial thought was to do uh, whiskey or, or alcohol, cigars, fitness, shoes. But then as I started doing more research on YouTube and reading, people were saying just hold or hone in on a niche and that'll help your channel grow better. Because and, and it made a lot of sense to me. So look, so if I'm a cigar reviewer and I have over 3000 people that are following me now because of the cigars, then I just go off the deep end and start doing shoes. Then the people that are watching for cigars are kind of like, I don't really give a damn about running these shoes. I'm here for the cigars. So it, yep. it resonated with me and made a lot of sense. Just just have you one topic and try to focus on it. So Right. Nice. No, I, I, I love it. Yeah, because the guy's going to tune in for shoes and going to hear about cigars. I mean, it's yeah. just you're you're the guy that and likes you'll have that You'll have that small percentage of people in there that don't care sure. what you do. They, they like you. But the majority is the, the majority of people that are following Ron are here for cigars. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. Yeah, the first the first time I heard it, I was like, "Is this some porn show?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't feel bad. So one of my sponsors, Blackline Luxuries, my wife was like, "I feel like this is a website that sells sex toys or something like that." I'm like, "No, they they sell boutique cigars." So I was like, and so I was messing with James, who works over there, and he was laughing about it too. But. Now Aaron's part of Blackline Luxuries, right? Aaron and Lindsay. Or Aaron is the husband, isn't he? he part I, I don't of, think. I don't think. I, as far as my knowledge, they're not there anymore. Oh, they're not there anymore. Okay, I wasn't so sure because I know that they were there at the beginning and helping to some degree getting it launched right. and doing different things. Because they used to do a podcast called "Don't Touch My Cigars" like mm -hmm. two years ago, and that's when I met them and you know hung out with them and well not hung out but did a you know a video interview and stuff like that with them. So I didn't right. know if they were part of it or not. But I thought I think Aaron still he's at a shop or a manager of a lounge or something now. Yeah, I, see, I don't know much about them at all. I, I know the reference of you talking about them. I've seen a few episodes of their channel, but right now I think Nick is still the head guy over there, and then James is like number two in line. So those those are the two guys that I'm in direct contact with. Nice, and you got early sponsorship for your channel. Uh, oh yeah, there and there's James. There, yeah, James. Yeah, James is saying yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean that that he's the so I started the channel in January. James reached out to me in like November. I think I had two or three hundred subs then, and it was really really. Hum, a really humbling experience to see somebody like join on in and be like, man, I really, I really believe in what you're doing and I'm going to prove it and show it to you that I believe it. I'm not just talking fluff, you know, and he's been down, he's been with me the whole time, man. So awesome. I made it a vow to make sure that I would make help black line get as big as possible too. We're going to just try to grow together. I love it. Now I got to back up a little bit. So we're talking about where Ron real comes from and you're telling me it was your rapper name. Oh, hell here it comes. <laughs> uh oh in trouble hey brandon no bullshit james has heard him he makes fun of me I, I i feel like my stuff is better than some of the some of the shit on the radio today but uh i'll i'll email you or, or facebook forward you over a couple of tracks that i did about 10 years ago i'll let you hear them Okay. Okay. I was gonna say you are you gonna throw down on some freestyle here or like I mean I no, can't I, ain't no, I, ain't no freestyle. I was actually planning on releasing two of those tracks on the channel. I still might end up doing it, but but yeah. I'll uh, I'll reach out to Tim too. I'll let you guys hear the hear the songs I got on. Oh yeah. You should do one of your reviews in like a rap. Oh, I could hear that shit. Hear people trolling out, man. I, I'm here for cigar reviews and this motherfucker wants to rap. 
Hey, bro, dude, that'd be sick, though, bro. Think about it, man. Nobody's doing that. How awesome would that? How, dude, how great would that be? I would watch it. I would watch it over and over again. You'd have you like know what? That, for me. I'm not gonna rule that out. That might be like a, a right, holiday, right. a Christmas thing, or something. I might do that once a year. I might bring out a track with me reviewing a cigar. Your your intro and outro should just be your own track. Oh, something to think about too. You're welcome. Ooh. Something that, I got a comment the other day. I don't think it was a hateful comment because I didn't see any dislikes or anything on the video, at least not uh -oh, yet. Oh, James but. is going to release everything. I have his own. He can release them. He, I'm not embarrassed about them. That's awesome. <laughs> but no, some, somebody referenced. So I had a track playing in the back of one of my videos, and the guy was like, man. Uh, and, and, and so I listen to everything. I listen to hip-hop, rap. I love blues. I love uh, jazz, smooth jazz. I listen to everything. But – the guy was like, oh, man, you know, um, Cigar Obsession has a lot more relaxed ambient music in there. And I'm just like, there's already an, there's already a Cigar Obsession. Why would I want to be like yeah. that? Yeah, there's, there. there's already one. I'm, I'm wrong. I want to be original. I want to, uh, if, if yeah. third, you know, I'm a, whatever, I'm speaking my age, but I'm the only 30-year-old that listens, you know, with hip-hop music in the background that, that tries to give you guys good content. And, and you know what? Nobody out there can say that there's anybody like me right now. I like that. I take pride in it. I don't yeah. want to be like Tim from Cigars Daily or Bradley, I want to be my own person, man. It's yeah. really important to me. So, and let's face it, if I put hip hop in the background of mine, it just wouldn't. Gel I well buy it just because of the oh, beard right. and the and the hat, man. I buy it. I think you <laughs> used to rap back in the day. You just not telling nobody, bro. Can you imagine Tim and I with freaking hip hop trying to rap our? <laughs> the only thing I can rap is Christmas presents. And I'm ter and I'm terrible at it. I was just saying, I, don't, I don't even do that. That's what that's what I got a wife for. There'll be so much <laughs> tape on mine. It'll be duct tape and masking tape and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Here's here's the Amazon box. You can open that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, FedEx man's coming to the front door. What's this? Uh this is your gift. So uh Yeah. I like it. Jeff I like you go. I'm, 30 I'm, for the win. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm 30, man. I'm a young guy. I'm 30. Really? Come on, man. But see, so so when I was starting the channel. Uh, <laughs> oh, Kevin, man. No, so that's that's one of the things that I was kind of tasked with when I first started the channel. I was like, all right, so I'm 30 years old. So what about the seasoned guys that are in their 40s or 50s? 50s been smoking 15, 20 plus years. How am I going to target them where they'll be able to watch the content and respect it? But then I, I already felt like, all right, so if I'm 30, the people that are 23, 24, 25 that are coming in, I probably have a good chance of getting to them if, because of the age gap or age yeah. difference alone. But the but the target demographic for me was trying to reach out to the older generation and then trying to reach out to the female population, you know. So those were those were two things I thought about. Like, how could I try to get to those? So now I know why you dress all dapper in your suit and your glasses. Yeah. That was our madness. You see, most of the time I'm in a white t-shirt and a hat and a, a fitted hat, man. Like I, I I'm just relaxed. Yeah, I but you got, you got the like royal blue like suit and everything going on. I was like, oh, look at him getting all the business class. So I can't take credit for that either. One of the the friend of mine at the fire department, we were talking one day before Cigar Madness actually started filming, and uh, I was just gonna come on like I normally do. He's like, nah, man, you got to put a suit on, make that shit like ESPN. And I thought about, it, I'm like, yeah, man, that'd be cool. I'd do that. So it worked. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> Get all suited mm -hmm. and booted, bro. He's got to come on all. But but the bad. problem was I only got like three suits, and everybody. I, I put a video up without the suit, and everybody's like, "Well, where's the suit at?" And I'm like, "Man, I don't have twenty suits. Like <laughs> most days, I'm walking around in jeans, shorts, or uh, basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Like I'm just really comfortable most of the time." So, so. 
Isn't that funny how you do like you do one thing, you wear the suit one time, and then everybody's like, "Where's the suit?" You're like, yep. "What about my other fifty videos I didn't have?" A suit exactly, on? exactly. Like, nah, man, you had a suit on from now. I was like, "Yeah, uh, uh-uh, I ain't doing it." You're mm-hmm. lucky I got socks on. <laughs> and y'all know too, when being in studios with lighting and stuff, that shit is hot, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially here in Arizona. I mean, like, dude, it's already freaking hot as hell outside. You know, and yeah, it, dude, yeah. I come in here, man. I got a. I'll admit it, dude. I got a fan that blows right underneath my desk. <laughs> <laughs> and I just switched out my lights for my soft boxes for all the lighting and everything. I just switched out from the coil CFL bulbs and all that that got really hot to LEDs, noticeably cooler. I just put those in yeah. literally like two days ago. Going all LEDs. Oh my gosh, it's no joke. It's probably five degrees cooler in here. Nice. I'm, yeah. I think that I'm jealous you got a studio, man. I'm gonna have to try to turn this thing into a studio. I don't know if well, my wife is gonna let me do it though. This, this studio is gonna be changing soon, so I'll be I'll be moving out of this studio when we sell our house. And people are like, "Wait, but but you just built the studio," and I'm like, "Yeah," which means I get to build another one. Yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know what not to do next time. I have Fire an actual air conditioner. <laughs> Jeff, listen, dude. Let me tell you something. I've got like a twenty. Well, it's probably like a. Was it 25 by 30? So, what does that add up to? Like eight, you know, let's call it 800 square foot. Oh, yeah, you shop. Got a big room, man. Well, that's not just the room. So, that's that's the entire shop. And I put a three and a half ton AC unit on top of that. So, like this AC unit I have right now can handle double the space that it's cooling, but it's all based in my cigar lounge, which is on the other side of the wall, which mm-hmm. is a you know 250 square foot cigar lounge, but that's where all my cigars are. So I wanted the thermostat in that room so that temperature is most accurate in that room. You know, when you've got when you have 7,000 cigars sitting in a room, you want to make sure that temperature is accurate. So I I come into my studio, which is on the other side of the wall, which has the least amount of insulation in it. Like <laughs> I've got AC coming in here, but the thermostat's over there. <laughs> so it ain't working. Man, too well. that's great. And I Brandy, you probably I don't know if you remember or not neither. I think we'll, you might have posted a picture in, in Shadow Smokers or somewhere. And I reached out to you about the how, how your cooler setup was and how you have all your cigar stored. Yeah. So I have to show you a picture of my, my newest setup. I think you'll you'll be like, damn man, it's not as nice as yours, but but I got the space which is most important. That's what's important. I got rid of those two coolers because they used to sit right here behind me in my office. And so this is my office and my studio. And they sat right <laughs> behind me. And when those coolers turn on, they put out heat. And so there was actually heating this room that I'm trying to cool. Right. Uh, so I got rid of those and I put the built-in um, in the in the cigar lounge. Now it's a big built-in locker setup. Damn, okay. Yeah. So actually Michael Wells down in Tucson, uh, little guy cigar shop that he's opening up. Um, he has one of my coolers, and then my other buddy has the other one. Nice. Oh, there's Michael Wells right there. See, and then there's me where I got like four desktop humidors, and I just – it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as, lo- as, like I, as long as you got the space for, for – you know, like I'm just really bad. Like so I had a, a – de- I still got a desktop humidor that only held about 200, but then I knew that was that – was, I was going to outgrow that. Then a good friend gave me an old wine cooler door that was converted over that only held about probably five or six hundred. So I just made sure I, the setup I have now, only. like it's, it's going to be really hard to outgrow it. I know only. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking for like a, a, a yard sale fridge that I'm just going to completely convert over and be like, you know, hey, there we go. Small apartment fridge done. I'll show you. I, I'll uh, inbox you mine too, Tim. But it's just an old drink cooler that I converted over. It's, it's The seal is nice on it and it holds humidity yeah. right where I wanted it. 
Now, are you doing active humidity on it, or are you just throwing in bovetas and things like just, that? Just uh, so one of them has the heartfelt beads in it that came with one of the coolers that is set at sixty five, <laughs> and then the other one is that uh, I got a few big bovetas in there and they hold them pretty good. Which I don't. I mean, it's the personal preference. It actually works well for me. I don't like usually my stuff going over about sixty four, sixty five. So I'm in that sixty two to sixty five range. That's usually where I like staying. Yeah, mine yeah. are sitting at sixty five right now. Yeah, I'm, I, when I when it starts getting around 68, 69, and I'm I'm trying to figure out like, all right, man, like I, I don't want my stuff that high. So, especially the Cubans and stuff that's sitting in there, I don't like those sitting that high either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I have my aging humidor, which is the one that Jeff's talking about here. I've got an old vintage, uh, like nineteen forties stereo cabinet. It's about four mm-hmm. five, four and a half uh, feet tall. It's and awesome. uh, gutted the whole inside of it, cedar lined the whole thing, built in trays, uh, recessed active humidity in the bottom, and it holds about fifteen hundred cigars. And when it sits in the corner of my cigar lounge, it looks like it's just a stereo sitting there because the back of it is what opens up. Right. And uh, it turned out to be a really, really cool converted piece. So, yeah, Jeff, I still have that. That carries all my my vintage, my personal, my age, the rare, the the pre-released stuff that never got released. You know, that has all those kinds of cigars in them. Um, I was digging through the other day, dude. I found a bag with like, I think it was seven of the 1502 Blue Sapphire uh, Tester. Oh, nice. The pre-release, so they didn't even have the blue sapphire band. They were all from when we were testing the fifteen oh two blue. They make some great cigars. I'm a, I like fifteen oh two stuff. Yeah, that Nicaragua. I mean, the blue sapphire is amazing, but that Nicaragua for me is just the sweet spot. I like the emerald, the ruby, the XO. They make they make some good stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. got an XO in my humidor still. Such a good cigar. Yep. Yeah. So trying to find a vintage Coke machine. There you go. Yeah, I almost did one of those. I just felt like uh, I felt like there was something that a lot of people would do is that Coke machine. That's why I wanted to do the stereo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had an idea at one point against the back wall in my lounge, which is this wall here. Um, I was I was looking at a an old uh, one of the old switchboards, you know, from like the old telephone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And a buddy of mine's a computer nerd, dude, like a programming guy. So he was gonna actually we we're gonna put in a, a lock system in there. And what you would do is you'd have to go and you'd have to work the switchboard in a certain order to certain areas. And then that would unlock a lock and it would open up into the room I'm in now, which was going to be my walk-in humidor. But it was going to be a total hidden door. Like nobody would know it's there. You would have to know the combination on the switchboard to open it up. Oh, that'd you'd be your own Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just never did it, right? It just uh, it just never happened. But we may still do it. <laughs> do that time. Hey, Ben yeah. Rodem's on here. What's, What's going on, Ben? Ben is from uh, Luxury Cigar Club. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Shout out to yeah. Luxury Cigar Club. Good dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, only 1,500 sticks? How do you survive? Well, when you smoke six to nine a day, shit, that shit moves fast if you ain't putting them in. Yeah, and then I mean, my other humidor is about 7,000 or so, but you know, those are a lot of those are what I go around and I hand out. If I if I do an event and I were, you know, we're doing a buy a box, get five free, I'll go mm-hmm. through three, four boxes or more in an event, you know, and there's stuff that I send to people and you know, we go sit down with the lounges. So if I go to if I go to Fox Cigar, I'll go through 10, 20 cigars in that one visit, and I visit five, six shops a day. Mm-hmm. So I mean that you can kind of do the math of how quickly that stock depletes. I'm not; they're not all mine. I'm not smoking all of them. Right. But I have access to all of them. Yes. Ben, we were talking about you earlier with the Luxury Cigar Club. We were talking about the Viva La Vida Lancero that you guys have the exclusive on. 
Uh, we were talking about you earlier, brother. Glad to see you here, man. Yeah. Wish I could do over three a day. No, you don't. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm right there with you, Brandon. I smoke about, on average, probably four four to six cigars a day. But yeah, yeah. If you yeah. aren't if you aren't put if you aren't replenishing, that's that'll that stash will dwindle quick, man. You'll look up and be like, damn, I had a whole humidor full. It yeah. doesn't now, take do you, long. Do you go towards buying boxes, or do you get a bunch of different like sampler packs? What's your approach? Um, now more recently in the past six months or so, I've been doing more box purchases. Just, just, that's just because I know the cigars. And so like, <clears throat> I'm really, I'm really big on Padron, but I don't buy a lot of boxes of those just for, for financial reasons. But like Aganorsa kills it. So I know I'm pretty comfortable with the two leaves that they work with. So nine times out of 10, I'm a fan of what they come out with. So I'll buy boxes of that. I like HVC cigars. So I'm always buying boxes of HVC. Um, just what is it? Uh, Placentia, like I said, I like Placentia stuff. I can catch good deals on those. I'll get boxes of those too. Because I, I know I'm a big fan of this cigar. So it's like I could go to a BM and buy two of them, or I could go buy a box for a great price. So I'll just buy a box. And then now that I have the space, it's a little bit, I'm kind of programmed that I need to fill this thing up. And I'm not going to fill it by buying two or three cigars a day. So yeah, but it's a good reason to go buy more. Yeah. And, and realistically, a humidor is most effective when you're about 75% capacity. Thanks. So, you know, you go and you put one beer in a fridge. It takes forever for that thing to get, to get cold, and it doesn't get as cold as it could if that yep. fridge is 75% filled. And I tell people that all the time, too, because they'll have, like, a new Air 400, and they're like, I only got 56. And I'm like, well, you wasted money if you're not going to ever buy up to capacity what it could hold. You might as well have just gotten a desktop humidor. So I, I agree. In order for it to function at its optimal point, it needs to be pretty pretty close to being full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that all the time. People go, I can't maintain the humidity in my in my humidor. What's going on? They they show a picture of their humidor or open. And there's, <laughs> there's like two forums and like a 200 count freaking desktop humidor. You're like, dude, why did you buy a humidor? Well, I found it at Goodwill. Well, then you gotta fill it. Like, yeah, that's the downside <laughs> of buying a humidor is you have to fill it. <laughs> what you didn't spend on a humidor, go spend it on the sticks. You gotta fill it up. P.S. I wish I could find a humidor at Goodwill too. Seriously. I've got like three of them in my cigar lounge, dude, that we found. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, we find we keep finding them there, man. <laughs> William, I'm thinking about quitting. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you in for the long haul, William. You, dude, that this guy. Ain't, this is, ain't a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, and you can't get off that Perdomo train, man. You just, you can't. I know better than that. Mm-hmm. I know way better than that. Oh, man. Can I wait to stock? Man, I cannot wait to stock my CC100H. I'm assuming that's a humidor. The CC100H, yeah. is that the that's new air CC or is that the winter? I don't know which one makes the CC100H. I, th I think it might be new yeah, air. Yeah, one of them one of them heats and cools, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 56 Look at this. 50 cigars shipped is $1300 in duty. Man, that's, that's a whole lot of duty. That's yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a load of duty. That's about a bunch of bull duty right there. That's what I saw. That's a thirteen hundred. Damn. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. Let me speak your language. That's a bunch of moose duty right there. <laughs> yeah, big old moose pie. Uh, William says, "Yeah, it's new air." Yeah, and then Jeff says, "Yeah, I have the new air." So let me ask you this. Have you ever, have you, I know you like the, the Alma Fuerte and you like to try, try and find the good deals. Have you ever shopped with uh, Cigar King locally here? I haven't. Okay. So check out their website because he's really good about getting some really good pricing. Okay. And then I, you know, I have shameless plug. I have a code CM10. 
I used it yesterday. Yeah, you throw that CM10 code on top of his already great pricing. Uh, you're going to get another 10% <laughs> off. Anytime you order like a box, you get free shipping on top of that. Okay. So, I mean, dude, just great, great guys. They're, they're where I bought my first humidor. I've been smoking there for probably, God, 14-plus years that I've been smoking at Cigar King. Um, and just good people. I definitely, I'll check them out as soon as I, I'm definitely going to check them out. Yeah, I placed an order yesterday. I got the uh, uh, cigar. I got the uh, Cigar King Oro by Aladino, the Connecticut. Aladino uh, makes up, fantastic cigars. And I haven't had any yet, so that's why I picked up the Connecticut's. And then I picked up the uh, Nude Fatties Tremend Tremendos Bellicoso by Casa Cuevas, which I did not even know they made, so I had to pick those up, of course. So I've got uh, two 10-packs on their way to me from Cigar King. And the code works, free shipping, it's everything. Yeah, so that, I, go ahead, Brian. That Tremendos uh, is is made actually by they, they say it's made by Casa Cuevas. It's made by Tabacaleras Las Lavas, which is their factory. yeah their factory. And it was a project that was done for somebody else that was kind of just got set aside. I think it was like I think I want to say those cigars are about four to five years old right now. When we got them shipped last year to Cigar King. And so he picked them up, and th those are one of his house brands. And so it's done out of their factory, but it is not a Casa Cuevas line. Oh, right. And it's, it. I mean, it was a crazy good deal. It was a 10 pack for, I think it was like 33 bucks or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially, if you, especially if you smoke it in, it's a, a quality cigar, too. Like, yeah, that can't beat it. Yep. It's an excellent cigar. I remember getting the samples of it to take them to them and smoking one. It, it's a freaking phenomenal cigar. And you cannot, I mean, listen, it's a long filler cigar. Mm -hmm. you, you can't beat the price that they're offering that. But it's yeah, one it's of their house. They got a ton of great house blends. Well, I picked up, yeah, 20 sticks for, I think it was like $63 with shipping and everything. I'm like, how do you go wrong Hard with that? Three bucks a yeah. stick? Hard I mean, to beat yeah, I, I, and I'll take that over, you know, Ron, you mentioned earlier, factory you've got smoke. a buddy who likes the factory, you know, the factory smokes, and they are not for me. I will take terrible, these man. every day over that. Terrible, terrible. I, I always tell people, too, like, if I'm looking at a five, at least a $5 cigar, the Illusion Rothschild is usually good. The Warriors by Crown Heads is good. There's, there's a, there. I mean, I was like, if you want to spend a dollar or two more per cigar, you can get some really good cigars in that five to six oh, yeah. dollar range. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff out there for inexpensive. And but I will tell you this: don't be afraid of the house lines. You know, mm -hmm. check out some of your local BNMs. Check out some of your online guys. See what some of their house blends are, especially the ones that are backed by BNMs. Um, you know, obviously CI's got the whole list of all their house stuff. Right. Uh, most of it's going to be, you know, Havana sandwiches or short fill, but you know, don't be afraid. I know like Cigar King has that uh, the Havana Soul, which is done by AJ Fernandez, mm -hmm. and that's always been a phenomenal cigar. Um, I think I still have some that are like seven or eight years old. Damn. Well, and you can get twenty of them for like sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Especially I mean, if it turns price. out to be something you really like too. Like you, yeah. Just... Yeah. Negotiators bomb. Yeah, the negotiator's a small one done by Vicarious. That's also made in the Casa Cuevas, you know, Tobacco Laris Las Lavas factory um, and distributed by Casa Cuevas, but it's a line called Vicarious that makes that. Mm -hmm. That was a very unique and interesting cigar because it was developed to uh, basically, like, by the end of this cigar, we will have our deal negotiated and we'll be done with our sales. Um, was kind of the, the guys that are behind Vicarious. That was their idea of that. And that was that's where it stemmed from was because he would have a cigar when he was doing some of his sales in a different realm, in a different life. And he would always find that size of a cigar. And this is what we're going to finish. By the time I'm done, we're going to be done. We're going to be closed. 
So Let's that was like, like that was like his uh, his sand timer, basically. Interesting. And so I got a question for both of y'all too. So people always ask me, what's the company that I think that is not getting a lot of notoriety that I think should? And HVC is mine for one. So what company do you think that puts out a phenomenal product but just isn't getting that that traction that you think that they should be getting? Ooh. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I figured that was like it. For Brandon's got to be careful answering that one, obviously, because, you know, yeah, portfolio yeah, yeah, yeah. and different things. But for me, honestly, uh, I, I wish and I know PCA would have continued where they were going for me. And yes, because I've got a relationship with the Cuevas family and they're, they're dear friends of mine. Casa Cuevas is probably the most uh, underspoken cigar manufacturer with what they put out. And they put out for multiple different manufacturers. They white label stuff and roll stuff for other people. Right. Um, but but for me, it, it's Casa Cuevas. When, when I introduced Linda and Liam Baird, who are in the cigar industry as well, she's an influencer and a brand ambassador. When I introduced Casa Cuevas to her and Liam back about a month, month and a half ago, she literally responded to me with a text message and the words that said, where have these been all my life? And so for me, with the new Reserva line and everything that they've got out, for me, it's Casa Cuevas. They should absolutely, and they're five generations deep now. Mm -hmm. And with everything they've done in the industry and how they survived when Castro screwed them over and took over everything, they, they for me, are, are the brand that if, if anybody, need, not needed, deserved more attention because of their knowledge and their background and what they can do. And Lewis Sr. is a master blender and everything. It, it's them. Gotcha. Yeah, and I would agree. I mean, uh, there's a couple of guys that threw ones up that were in my mind, and obviously they're brands that I represent. That's I think it's where I have to be careful because I don't want to come across that I'm just saying these are brands that I represent. Right. Uh, but I, but I get I, I chose these brands because because of exactly your question of I feel like they need more love. You know, one of them is Patina. Uh, Patina Will's a great guy. So, Mo is like salt of the earth, amazing dude, and you know he's been on his own for you know just about a year now. And I think that brand just that brand could do so much. And as we have more and more people being willing to give time to a boutique brand and give them a shot, I think Patina is growing. They're getting a lot of online presence. Um, but I, I would love to see them grow more and more in the shops um, and see more people just fall in love with them because he's very his entire portfolio is 12 SKUs right now. We have a Connecticut Habano and a recently re released Maduro. Um, that sold out so quick that I didn't even get samples of it. I had to buy a box. Um, I'm have to check them out. Yeah, dude, they're phenomenal cigars, uh, and they, they just do a, a great job. And you can you can see the passion in it. Um, and then I was, I'd also agree with Michael Wells, Casa Cuevas or Sereno. Carson's um, a good guy. I agree. Guy. I agree. The, the I have the Wayfarer upstairs that I still got to smoke. Ooh. But I smoked yeah. the 20th anniversary, and I was like, and it was such a long smoke time, but. You know, sometimes you'll run into cigars that burn so long and then you get bored or they're just not that good where they don't need to burn that long. But that 20th anniversary burned, the, the burn time was great and the flavors kept me entertained the whole time. Like it was a very good cigar. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do a plug then. If if you like Sereno and the Royale Maduro Double X, then you need to watch our podcast that's coming out this Thursday because you'll learn a little backstory about where they're made, how they're made, and who makes them because mm. we had a great sit-down conversation in. with someone who is very connected to that. 
And so you're going to want to pay attention to that. But yeah, no, I, I would agree. The the Sereno line is a phenomenal line, whether it's the Connecticut, whether it's the Medio, whether it's the Habano, the Madura. I mean, and they're just, they're, they're amazing cigars. The Wayfair, the Taino, I mean, the Taino stands alone oh. so well. On a, and I don't Ron, if you've had the Taino, that thing is fire. I haven't. I'm going to have to check that out. And just even how y'all are speaking highly about that, like one day, like, that drives me too. like, I would love and, you know, five or 10 years, people are talking about the blends that I'm coming up with and people are talking about them on podcasts or reviews and stuff like that. I think nothing would make me more happy than to, to know I've come, up, I've come up with some blends that people really love. Nice. Yeah, I just wrote myself a note to, to I'm going to, I'm going to put a little package together when we're done here and I'm going to make sure that we get some of that in there. I'll, I'll, I'll make, I should have some of the Taino left. Awesome. So. Yeah. Thank you for that. Ben, here's one that I haven't smoked. What's it called? Because Dagley. I've only yeah. had one experience with him, and I so people so and Ben, you may know or you may love this cigar, but me and Lee Mac did our first ever joint review of the Cass Dagley Darters of the Wind. We did it in the Calico, which is the torpedo, and I don't think either one of us care for it. Um, that did, that, of course, I'm not gonna uh, write off a brand just off of one cigar. I still would be very open to trying more cigars by them. Sure, but um, it. For the price point, I just feel like I didn't get a lot out of it. It just was very bland for me, and it was a $20 cigar, so I was a little bit frustrated. That was the thing yeah. I noticed with them is they're pretty high price, if I remember right. Yeah. I mean, I, let's be honest here. You start – I mean, I understand. And then when you look at the blend, you think like, oh, this is going to be incredible. You have some Indonesia, yeah. some Costa Rican, you know, like, oh, this is going to be great. And it just wasn't. So, But when you start getting in that $20 range, now you're flirting with Davidoff, Placencia, Padron. Yeah. Uh, you're flowing, you're flowing with a lot of companies that deliver consistency and they've been there for a long time. So if Correct. you want to set your price point there, you got to be willing to sit up there with the big boys and be able to stand alone with them. And I felt like that for Correct. that one cigar and that one example, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Michael Wells was saying, then you, you will just have to find someone who's going to be selling them. He was talking about the Sereno and the Wayfair and all that stuff. Um, and that could be Michael Wells with little guy, cigar shop.com. Uh, Sign up uh, now for the newsletter and information because it's coming soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, hey. I'm actually, I will actually be putting that order in today. So, uh, the, yes, he will be carrying the Sereno line. He also carries the Casa Cuevas and the Patina <laughs> line. So, you'll be able to find all those on his website as well. Well, also, and Michael, here's what's. Hope, sorry, yeah, go I was ahead, just going to say, I, I hope, Michael, everything, all your endeavors and everything go really well, man. It takes a lot to branch out there and jump and do your own thing. So, I, I'm wishing you nothing but success on that, man. Well, and it's cool because last week when we did sort of just a community herf style live show, which was a lot of fun, we got to talk about supporting other people. And, you know, we were fortunate that Michael came on and said, hey, I'm going to announce that I'm, you know, launching Little Guy Cigar Shop, you know, and doing all those different things, which is awesome. But uh, and Ron, you know this because you're a content creator, which is part of a community. Brandon and I are part of a community of fellow podcasters that we've right. been talking with more and doing some different things. And for everybody that's watching and, you know, when you listen to this later, uh, there's a big announcement coming with Down to the Nub and some other fellow podcasters uh, that is coming in about a week and a half. And it's so going to be a live video. I cannot wait. It's going to be a live video on Wednesday, June 24th is when it's going to take place. So stay tuned for that because it will be us and other fellow podcasters, and I won't name who they are, but they are fellow podcasters that many, many, many people are listening to specifically as podcasters. 
And we've been talking with them lately and we are putting something together that is absolutely huge that has not been done in the industry yet. So again, June 24th, it's a Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. There's going to be information to watch live and see what the announcement is. We've got a manufacturer that's going to be partnering with us and doing some huge, great, yep. amazing things. Hey, and, Trump. And, and it is, yeah, huge. It's going to be great. going to be the most amazing thing ever. I'm excited. I'll be, you know, I'll be tuned in. I'll be listening. There oh, we go. Got to get the Trump socks. <laughs> that, hair, that hair is epic. Yeah. So, but for everybody that's watching, just be aware of that. You're going to hear more coming out and you may hear yeah. other podcasts that in the next couple of weeks are promoting it and pumping it as well. And so you may know who those other podcast, you know, uh, content creators are, but we, we have uh, aligned ourselves with some really phenomenal people in the community of cigar podcasters specifically, not reviewers, but, but podcasters. And so stay, stay connected and stay in tune with that. Cause we've got a really big announcement coming, uh, and, and it's going to be good. That's awesome, man. And, and I, I gotta say, I think I'm, I'm kind of torn because I don't know if I'm so excited about the announcement or more excited that like, I don't have to keep it a secret anymore. <laughs> I think I'm the second one because even being able to say this, it's like, Hey, I get to talk about it, but I really can't talk about it yet, but <laughs> oh, it will man. be. It will be live through the Down to the Nub video platform. So through Facebook, through YouTube, this is where it's going to be um, announced live. So yeah. if you're not already subscribed, I'll do the shameless plug now. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube, go to youtube.com slash down to the nub. Hit that subscribe button and ring that bell so you know when we go live and when we put out new content. Because this is something that the industry needs and yeah. is, is something that we just organically have come together and talked about and thought of for weeks we've been working on this and we can't wait to announce what it's going to be and how it's going to work out. Well, yeah. I, I think that's important too. The industry needs, they, I mean, and that's where I kind of came into. I felt like when I was watching reviews and things like that, I felt like I could inject something into the community that wasn't there. So this is great, man, because with the FDA and all the stuff's going on and just a lot of monotonous, repetitive stuff, like it's great to see, new content new things coming out so i'm really excited yeah. like i like i just said i'll be tuned in and uh by the i don't say i make sure i'm subscribed to you guys too so yeah and i mean the, the whole goal i mean listen we're a community that needs to get together we all need yep. to band together we need to see and we we talked about this with uh with one of the cigar uh, manufacturers the other day and really we everybody should be getting together right now this isn't us against you this isn't right. them against them it's we should all be banding together because we're all after a common cause, which is our freedoms to be able to be an adult and choose if we want to smoke a cigar or not. Exactly. Yeah, I, I just always thought that was crazy. It's like you're going to demonetize a channel for them deciding to smoke a cigar, but we could show current events with people getting the, the shit beat out of them or nudity and stuff. It's just like, right. Well, yeah. When did this become the norm? Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to give a shout out real quick. Rick G, I just got the notification, has subscribed to us on YouTube. Rick, thank you for doing that. I don't know whether you're watching on YouTube right now or on Facebook or what it is. Kevin, go rock your show. Have a good one tonight. Um, you know that we we support you. We love what you're doing because you are just like everybody on the screen right now. You put out content and you, you've got your show and you've got your style and we love that. So uh, have a great yeah. show tonight. Yeah. Did little Ron subscribe? I did. <laughs> I did. No, Shame on me. I should have. I should have been subscribed though, because I I caught the episode with Rob Jones, and I caught the episode with uh, 
I ca- or I actually started watching it, but I finished watching the Cigar Pulpit episode this morning too. So should have been a great guy. He was. Nick- that was a very entertaining, very very good episode too. So like like Brandon, he just hit it on the head. We gotta all support each other, man. We got we yeah. have to. We have yeah. to. If we all have a common goal and we all love cigars and we love our freedoms, like we gotta be together, man. So. And I think I think that'll separate out separate out the people that aren't there for the overall greater good of the community. And exactly, that's what I you know that I think is a more exciting thing is we can say okay, these are the people we really need to be supporting the brands, the the podcasts, the reviewers, the shops. Because if you want to go off to the side and say you know what I don't want to be a part of you know this this collective of people, um, then you're just you're showing what your place is and where your mindset is, and that's not what this community is about. No. This community is about getting together, smoking a cigar, you know, black or white, Christian or atheist, you know, Republican, Democratic. It doesn't matter. Like wow. uh, smoke a cigar together, be respectful of each other, have a great conversation, relax, de-stress and let everything out. And we need to have that in this community. and We need that to be bold and out front so that people can see this is not this is not something that's a stigma. That's a bad thing. This is a great thing because it's actually reducing stress for people's lives, which is what we need. We live in a stressful society. I agree. We have opportunity. I agree. And I, before, and like I said, before we wrap up too, I want to mention this too. Like, I don't know if any of the viewers are, are thinking about this, but if you're, if you're going to decide to do a podcast or any kind of show or be a reviewer, it's, don't do it for money because none of us are making a shitload of money and you're going to have to dedicate a lot of time. So the passion and the, and the real has to be there. It, this yeah. isn't one of those things like, oh, I just want to do it because it looks cool. or I want to be a celebrity. Or I want to make money. It's the wrong reason to do it. You won't last long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make tens of dollars, go for it, man. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You can, you can make tens of dollars here. And, Absolutely. And that's, that's, you can. That's it. Real quick, I want to answer Brandon Chapin. He asked earlier, says, what lighter was that I used? Uh, this is the Vertigo. It's called the Gemini. Uh, I actually just got word. I think they're going to be discontinuing this, which is really unfortunate. I'm going to call the president no. of the company tomorrow and say, you can't do that, uh, which won't go anywhere. But at least I voiced my opinion. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a really, really, really cool lighter. Uh, it's It's got the torch when you first light it up, and then you just flip the little switch, and it gives you the soft flame. Like, if you're a pipe smoker and a cigar smoker, or in Chapin's you know, defense, if you're a cigar smoker and a cigarette smoker, uh, you've got both of them there. What lighter you got there, Ron? This is the Zycar EX Windproof. This is my favorite fancy lighter, but mo- most of the time I'm rolling with the Dejeep. Or matches. I'm a soft flame guy too. Yeah, can't go. You wrong can just with beat the hell out of Jeeps, and they just keep going. Yeah, you can't go wrong with those. You can go wrong with the Zycar, but you can't go wrong with the Jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for what is worth, the Jeeps are what I use most of the time. So no, yeah, yeah, no okay. harm, no foul. I like very you. good, very good unbiased opinion, Brandon. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am getting down to the nub with this cigar oh and. Oh my gosh, this has been phenomenal the entire time. But uh, Ron, we want to thank you for coming on. This has been so much fun getting to just hang out and talk. And obviously everybody that's contributing in the the chat and all of that, clearly you, you have a presence online and that presence online is loved and well admired and what you're doing is good. So as a, a fellow content creator, 
please keep up what you're doing. And I know you are, but your, your dynamic, unique creativity and what you bring to the industry is absolutely necessary. So, you know, thank you for that. Thank you for what you're doing because, you know, it, clearly people want it, people enjoy it and they're, they're enjoying it a lot. So thank you for your time and for coming on here. It's been a blast. Definitely. And uh, again, thank both of you guys for inviting me on to the show. I know, Tim, we already knew each other a little bit more, Brandon. Look forward to getting to know you a little bit more on a closer level. And uh, appreciate everybody that took the time out to tune in to the Down to the Nub show, seeing what I got going on, seeing what Brandon and Tim have going on. Remember what I said. Make sure you are subscribed to these guys. (laughs) Keep watching their shows. Make sure these lights stay on. And uh, again, thank you guys for everything that you've done. And I'm definitely not going anywhere. You'll see more of me. Well, do me a favor before we let you go. Where can everybody find you? Because uh, we want to make sure everybody's getting subscribed to you, ringing that bell, following you. Well, you guys know the, the YouTube channel, Run Real TV, is the main source where you can reach out to me. I have my Instagram at 901 underscore run. I'm very active on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook at Ronald McCoy. You'll see my profile picture. But like I said before, if you're going to follow me on you or uh, Facebook, don't be weird. I got family on there. and Not that I, <laughs> not that I care what they think, but just don't be writing no weird shit in my on my wall or anything like that so so instagram Instagram (laughs) so so chapin and william half half of them probably already do yeah right you're good i say (laughs) some people already some people already vetted in so y'all are good Yep. No, that's awesome. So, and, and we have all of your information down below for to connect with you for your YouTube channel and for all that stuff. We've got it all down there. So anybody that's not already connected, please go and follow Ron and what he's doing. Cause uh, we know it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, Ron, we appreciate your brother. Thank you so much for being on here, man. Stick around in the back end um, on, on the backside. If you got time, man, we'll chat to you when we get off the show here, but uh, man, thank you again so much for your time. We know we, we find that very, very valuable and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yes. Hey, thank both of you guys too. I know it's uh, you could ask anybody in the world to be on the show, so I, I take pride in that you guys asked me to come on. So thank you guys again. Oh, thank you. We'll catch you soon. Yeah. All right, y'all take care. All right, before we close out, I want to jump on a big broad. Big Rod's a, a great guy, man. Actually, I need to pick up that uh, that that clock that he made uh, for Steve out in Colorado. Okay. I got to swing by and pick that up and get it out to you. But uh, he yeah, says, let's and- hold him. There are people that have sent cigars and cards and all sorts of stuff for Steve. So to everybody that whether you're watching this now or you watch it on playback or hear it on the podcast, thank you so much for doing that. I'm not going to call each of you out independently because it's the community that's supporting Steve. And yeah. and so thank you to everybody that has sent what you have sent because uh, it is greatly appreciated. And I know Steve is going to be um, humbly blown away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And real quick, this is what's holding it. Uh, let's see if we can get this cover up. Yes. Maybe. There we go. This is what I use for my nubbing tool. Uh, Blue collar sticks. Blue collar sticks made this awesome cigar, uh, cigar rest. I don't know if we can get this or not. Yep, you got it. Okay. But it's really cool. He painted the base to look like the ash of a cigar. And the really neat thing is it's magnetically held in. You pull it apart, and it has the cigar pick in it. I mean, even the detail, look at the details this guy puts into it. You pull the ash off and it still has the ash there. Mm-hmm. So really cool. Blue collar ticks, blue collar sticks sent this to me, guys. He's on Instagram. Um, I think he's on Facebook as well. Make sure that you're following him and checking this out. He can make these for you, whatever brand you want. Um, just through the Casa Cuevas band on there because he knows I love Casa Cuevas. So that's what I was using to answer your question. Yep, and I've got one that's got the uh, fifteen my bright light fifteen oh two Nicaragua band on it that he made for me. I absolutely love this thing. Yeah, Steve is awesome. 
awesome awesome so little plug for him man he's been a good dude and uh yeah he's the one that uh, gets me down to the nub every time there we go well thank you everybody for tuning into this one it's been an absolute blast having ron on and being able to let everybody get to know him a little bit better and and just yeah. see his take on it and just get exposure to somebody else who i know it's part of his name but i think it's appropriate who is real he, he's he's in it because he's got the passion and he loves what he does and he loves creating the content and he gets to share that with everybody so uh thank you for for tuning in you can catch us on all of our socials at down to the nub whether it's facebook instagram or twitter uh, and then we do have our patreon if you'd like to support the show we do have a couple new people that have jumped on to support us in the last week thank you so much the yeah, outro video does not have your names on it yet it is being done this week so i apologize for that but to everybody that is a patreon supporter that's one of the little perks just as a a, a token of gratitude from us to help cover the cost of the show uh, when we do that outro reel thank you for everybody that has jumped on and that supports the show because it is the community supporting the community yeah, thank you guys for everything and all the support. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, for those of you that are our Patreon supporters, we got some really cool things we're working on. It's taking oh, a little yeah. bit of time, but uh, we want to make sure we're doing the things right. So we got some really cool stuff coming your way. And um, I got to tell you guys, we have some really cool interviews lined up coming up. Today was amazing. Uh, and I just feel blessed to get amazing people like Ron on here on the show with us. Yep. And, and if you're not following him, make sure you go and follow him right away. Do that today. Don't waste time because, you know, if you don't do it today, right now, you aren't going to do it. So get on and do it right away um, and keep looking forward. We got some really, really cool stuff coming up. So we appreciate yeah. you guys. We know your time is valuable. We went a little bit longer than usual today, but, uh, you know, that happens when you're having good conversation and you guys are involved because you guys are the ones that make the show. And we appreciate everything you guys put into this, um, you know, to be a part of this community with us. So thank you guys. Have a wonderful wonderful rest of the weekend and an amazing week going forward yep we'll catch you next time guys thank you so much for tuning in bye guys